It is one of the most frustrating things to experience as a rider. You have a plan for that particular ride or a focus or intention. You're in the saddle and yet your horse just does not want to play ball. It's not that they're being naughty, but well, there's a certain resistance showing up. And today I want to talk about overcoming that. Hi there, my name is Lorna Leeson and this is the Daily Strides podcast, the podcast for equestrians like yourself all over the world, helping you to, well, hopefully have a little less frustration in the saddle and more feelings of success. And well, look what we just achieved. Each and every week we take a different topic to do with horse riding and we break it down into more manageable bite-sized pieces that you and your horse can then go away and just improve the overall conversation i am such a big fan of the idea that each ride should be enjoyable and not just for the rider it must be enjoyable for the horse as well and i see time and again how things can become well less than enjoyable because of a simple can we say a piece of the the puzzle being lost in translation between you and your horse so hopefully this podcast will help straighten all that out for the both of you and today i want to start on a topic that i actually um, experienced a couple of weeks ago in the arena and um, there was a horse and rider combination and they wanted to work uh, well they wanted to no they did not the rider wanted to focus on this specific um kind of a a, a a focus or an intention for the ride and the horse was just having none of it now she wasn't booking she wasn't you know if we think sometimes of horses being non-cooperative we kind of jump to the the real extreme in the non-cooperative of how a horse can be but that wasn't what was going on it was just this general resistance a general kind of a meh to what was being asked uh Almost if you could imagine like a teenager, you know, I'll do it, but I won't do it gladly or or I'll definitely let you know I don't want to do it. Okay. And I feel that when you pick up that attitude, when you, when you're feeling that attitude as a rider, it can really be frustrating because you have this kind of this goal for your ride together and it can be frustrating to know that you're probably not going to get there because your horse isn't wanting to get there with you so what can you do to turn it around and that's what we want to chat about today is turning it all around so first and foremost I, it's important to figure out why it's happening and very often I find it's because the horse has a general lack of focus or attention and you know this is something that you can look at maybe the time of day has changed so a lot of the time it could be that it's around feeding time and the horse is probably thinking well how come everybody else is getting their food and I'm not okay but let's say it's not that it could be just maybe the horse is tired maybe the horse is getting a little bit sour in the arena so it's something that's been hammered on and on and on but assuming that it's none of the above okay and that your horse is just maybe in a slightly non-cooperative mood maybe they didn't get enough sleep the night before who knows okay I want you to start thinking simple yet focused when it comes to the work so Very often, because we have this goal in our head or we have this objective that we want to get and we want to reach um, in the ride, we can just keep pushing harder and harder. But the more we push, the more resistance we're going to meet from the horse because the horse doesn't want to do it. It's already kind of showed us it doesn't want to do it. And, you know, it's, it's very hard. Horse riding is such a team sport. It's very hard to have any sort of success if you and your horse are not on the same hymn sheet. You, you have to be on the same page with it. So what I'm going to suggest is bringing it backwards, taking it back to simple. So what would be a simpler version of what you're doing? Or what would be something that your horse maybe enjoys doing, but that's not very 
taxing on both of you. So in the situation that I just spoke about with the horse and rider combination, what I suggested doing was taking it right back to walk and starting to work on just simple circles in the walk. Um, circles, not really circles, more like loops in the walk um, and just working on suppleness. And that was it. And it was changing direction very quickly. So very small loops and changing direction, almost if you could imagine continuously changing where they're going in the arena, no set plan, just lots of loops and circles all the way around. And what started happening was, first of all, the horse got a little bit curious. I think, hmm, this is a bit different. This is not what we were doing before. And then what started to happen is because of obviously working on the suppleness, the horse began to soften. Okay. And I also could see, I could physically see that the rider began to also soften because the rider was, well, there, there was frustration there, okay? <laughs> Which of course leads to people riding a certain way. And I don't find that, I, 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 don't, I don't think it's ever actually productive. Um, it never really leads to positive things. So um, that also began to just dissipate and you started to get this lovely softness between the horse and rider, okay? The other thing that I suggested at this particular point was that the rider reward every positive movement. So every time the horse, um, I suppose, showed an interest in what was going on, the horse was rewarded for it. And of course, horses being horses, they, they enjoy being rewarded and they're going to look for ways that basically they can please you. Okay. I know that seems like a, a very kind of a broad ranging um, sort of a statement, but it's true. Horses do try and please. And um, by rewarding all the, just every little, and you can see when the horse, if you want, thinks a good thought, um, that it was rewarded and the horse was basically, the, the rider was letting the horse know, yes, you know, that that's a step in the right direction. This is where we want to go with this. You're doing great, fantastic. And the horse was responding then to this the whole time, okay? And then what we eventually then built up to doing was once we got this lovely softness happening, the rider was then able to reintroduce what they were initially working on because they were both coming now from a different a different perspective the horse was much more open to suggestions and also much more open to going along with it it was interested and keen it was curious about what was going on and quite interested to do whatever was happening and the rider was just a lot softer in the approach it was you know I, I think the fact that the rider and the horse, the, almost like the communication or the conversation had opened up again. It was very shut down at the beginning. And because the whole conversation had reopened up again, um, the rider almost felt like, yes, there's already a win there. You know, I got a win under my belt. That's great. While maybe I did not get to achieve what I initially set out to achieve in the ride, the fact that we actually, I actually overcame this resistance and myself and my horse are back on the same page or the same sheet again that's fantastic and it's amazing how just the whole change in attitude can change the whole situation now did they go on and actually do what they wanted to do at the very beginning or what the rider wanted to do at the very beginning no I said rather don't keep pushing it let's not go that far and um, they got quite close to it but I said you know there's no point in see it as a win and then maybe when things are a little bit better the next day and this of course depends on the horse now we made that decision based purely on the fact that it was a younger horse the horse wasn't that fit and um, so there was a lot of different factors in our decision making for that so that's going to be up to you and your horse but I think what is really, really important in that type of situation is 
Rather than continuously trying to force the horse to think the way you want the horse to think or to force the horse, you will like this, okay? You are going to like this. You will like it, you will like it, you will like it. Nobody likes being told that, okay? Um, rather than trying to force that issue and, of course, the horse just doing it for the sake of doing it because the horse feels that it doesn't really have any other option, it's much better to take a step back, to meet the horse where he is or where she is, it was a she in this case, um, and then start working with the horse from there on something that's that's not difficult, but that is still going to lead to this just development, or it's not even a development, it's, it's almost like you're reopening the communication channels again. It's almost like you've gone from the person, if, if, if you could imagine, if we take it back to the teenager again, that the teenager was kind of sulky and not, you were getting yes, no answers, like one syllable answers, um, that the conversation starts to flow again and they actually begin to become interested in what you're saying and in what you're doing with them and then from there building on that now of course not all teenagers are like this we know that but I'm just using this as an example but um, I think that really and truly if you can do that as a rider and then building on that and seeing that just getting the conversation going again seeing that as being a big win and it is a big win I find that when you first of all you're going to build that that is a, a real stepping stone in your relationship with your horse your long-term relationship with the horse and not only that it's something that you can build on and it gives you confidence that when you do get in the saddle on those days where things are not going to plan um, that you can actually change it and turn it around and make a win out of it and actually leave the arena or leave but go back to the barn untack whatever the case is even if you're on the trail you don't necessarily have to be in the arena um, and you can do that feeling that yes you and your horse actually achieved something and you managed to turn the whole situation back around and I think that as a rider and as the team leader for you and your horse um, it's really important to be able to do that it's important to be able to recognize when that's happening and to be able to recognize the frustration that's perhaps building in your body and how that is having a more negative effect on the whole situation as opposed to the positive one that you want to be and then being able to take the step back be the bigger person and change the whole conversation back around so what i'm going to invite you to do is of course this time of year we know that everybody is really and truly focusing on thinking about next year 2019 if you are feeling a little bit stuck in your writing i'm going to invite you to pop over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash ts and there is the five days to clarity mini course there that you can sign up for and um, that'll just help you kind of maybe figure out where there are a couple of gaps in your riding knowledge or where things maybe are not as clear cut as you thought they were and give you some sort of an idea as to what you could start planning on working on in 2019. It is absolutely free. So you can do that over at stridesforsuccess forward slash t, no, stridesforsuccess.com forward slash ts. Okay, I'm going to leave it like that. I hope you have a great week. Keep well and I'll chat to you soon. Be good, bye.